0: The Movie Hour, episode 156, November 3rd, 2011. Spoiler alert, this podcast may contain swearing and movie plots.
1: Good evening, everybody. My name is Greg Maloney, and please allow me to be the first to welcome you to Bella Lugosi's Plan 9 from The Movie Hour. I'd also like to... take this time to welcome back our illustrious co-hosts my big brother james and everyone's favorite geocacher jeff hello again gentlemen how's it going everybody you know geocaching is kind of a cool thing maybe i should get into that it's pretty cool it's pretty cool you know people dig stuff and bury stuff and you know you can be the digger or the guy that buries stuff it's pretty cool you can go on top of mountains it's awesome um before we get too too in depth about geocaching, which is pretty much what this entire episode's about, uh, I wanted to also take this chance to welcome back Josh from the West Coast, our uh, a very very frequent guest host on the show. Welcome back, Josh.
0: Hey, I would definitely. I think uh, I'd be a digger, not a lever. Right. I don't want to leave shit around for people. You're trying to solve to the world's
1: shit. problems, not create more. It's, right. Well, it, it, seems to strange, it
2: seems strange that you would leave anything good ever. And so when <laughs> yeah. you're digging, it seems strange that you would find anything good ever. <laughs> so so these, I feel like it's a, it's a no-win situation. I would just place. leave a
3: map to some other place that doesn't really exist. <laughs> Ooh. You
1: mean... Wild
3: Goose Chase map. That's what I would leave.
1: You leave it to something like a you draw an axe on a map and people would go there and it would exist, but there would be nothing there.
3: Yeah, like in the middle. I was middle, gonna say, like writing forward. a
1: map to somewhere imaginary—that's amazing. Like that's a lot of work. But if it's just an axe and there's nothing, at place with
3: nothing to find. I
1: know, I know what I would do.
2: I would, I would make a map, but it would be made of several small squares, and you'd have to go around to uh, different castles and fight different people, like Murray the Miser, <laughs> in order, in order to get squares of the map. And uh, as, as you, as you did this, you would have to recruit a, a larger army, and, and, um, and, and eventually you would, you would receive a king's bounty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a fantastic idea. Somebody should take that and run with it. Um,
4: What's he talking so about?
1: It's been, <laughs> as you all know. Absolutely, no week, one knows. Last week was Halloween, and I know it's not all over the net yet because you know I didn't do any nip slips. No, everyone it. knows about Halloween. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I was talking about switching like to guys. booze, guys. Just Talk a heads
2: up, switching to the booze.
1: Jeff and Josh saw my costume. Very uh,
2: good costume.
1: People. Yeah, did you like it? Was it uh, mm-hmm. up the snuff? It was.
2: Yeah, yeah. Got a lot of uh, got a lot of oohs and ahs from the New York crowd.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. it was good. It oh, man, was good. That
3: reminds me, I have to post Scott P's costume.
1: He sent you a picture of his costume.
3: Yeah, What's, what was he?
1: So he's dressed up as at least or no?
3: Um, he's part of a group from the 80s TV te- or uh, 80s movies. The Beatles.
1: Movies. No. 80s movies yeah interesting
3: yeah that's right up our
1: alley i'll post it on the gung pit i'd love to hear it that'd be awesome um yeah and anyways beyond the picture uh being a very big fan of halloween we decided you know we as a household we were going to give out candy to you know the little children to make their halloween even better so our my roommate matt went and bought a bunch of candy got back he bought eighty dollars Worth of candy? What? Yeah. Wow. How many kids <laughs> did you expect? Yeah. Would you get like eight kids, nine kids? You would think a handful, maybe. Like we live on a road, so it's not it's not crazy tra- <laughs> tra- traffic out here. Uh, we got zero. Versus kids.
4: what? Hold on.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. So we live on a road versus a, sh- a cloud. Like a sh- <laughs> <laughs> come on, we live on a road, so. Um yeah, it's uh any it's it, we ended up having zero kids come by and it was uh we have a lot of candy is what
0: I'm trying to say. So Where are
3: these kids getting candy? Where, where, uh...
0: I don't know. I don't know. And You're swimming in Snickers bars like Scrooge McDuck swims in gold coins pretty yeah. much at the point.
1: It's 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 over. we overfloweth. I was thinking about just getting out all the laffy taffies that we have and just start reading joke after joke, but it would be a long episode, a very long episode. Yeah, I <laughs> overbought
3: as well, but nowhere near that much. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say about half of that, and that was still way too
1: much. Right, right. Um, yeah, it's going to be a very, very uh, sugary week. I'm sort of bouncing off the walls already. I think I've had like 10 Twixes today. So, um, Jim, did you guys get trick-or-treaters?
3: Uh, we do. We're kind of in no man's land. Like You would think we get a lot since we're in a subdivision, but we're kind of like on the connector road between two subdivisions, so we actually don't get a lot because I think they just kind of yeah, if I, were,
2: if I were plotting out uh, – because, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, I plotted out my route pretty thoroughly. You I might... wanted to hit as many houses in as little time as possible. I was I was very businesslike about my Halloween. Oh, yeah. Your house definitely is
1: not, like, in a prime location. Yeah. it's, it's We probably got about 20 kids. Mm. We we're, were talking about taking our Halloween on the road. We're like, all right, we need to find kids to give <laughs> the <to."> So <laughs> Let's just <laughs> – just
2: start <laughs> handing them the I, was, I was like, hey, All right, <laughs> who's got this trick or
3: treat and then throw candy at people that open the door?
2: You know, <laughs> I mean, you you wouldn't want chocolate melting in either one of your cars, so you should probably rent like um like big. a what, like a white van or something. Big, like Yeah,
0: Same kind van. of ice cream
2: truck. It, it would look like a ghost, yeah. Right.
1: And you wouldn't really want to get too much sunlight in either, because that'd ruin the like. No, the, so you should the tint stuff. windows definitely. Uh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. Anyways, so if you guys want candy. Uh, maybe we'll have some at the studio to you about we'll see uh, but it's been <laughs> I have a beyond the the Halloween stories I had a funny movie hour story for you guys I, I didn't talk to you guys about this before um, I was at the the vet recently taking care of the the family pet and while I was there Carter, Carter. yeah the family pet Carter <laughs> cat. yeah so anyways I'm at the vet and they have to do their vet stuff so they like took the cat back into their you know furnace back there God,
0: yeah God knows what they do with those right, things right.
1: so they take her so I'm like all right I've got some time they, you know I'm left to my thoughts which is sort of a very dangerous scenario as being Greg you know I do a lot of crazy things and so I decided to keep myself busy got my smartphone out and I checked up on the RSS feed for the movie hour so I'm like hitting refresh on this thing and as soon as I do that like some tech comes in and I forget what she asked me but it was a question like like I wasn't I wasn't really Prepared for, I wasn't listening to her all that well, so I'm like, wait, what? And as soon as I said that, uh, the latest episode, the Halloween episode, queued up and started playing aloud from my smartphone. Yeah! <laughs> jamming, like, welcome dun, to the... And it's hard enough for me to, like, hide my personality out in the public as it is, and it was obvious that it was my voice coming from the phone. Yeah. And She's just, like, <laughs> laughing, like smiling at me, and I'm like, okay, yeah, just go ahead quick. and give her the fecal test. I'm like... <laughs> 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 Was, uh, uh, was she, was, she, she was uh she was attractive she was attractive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well,
4: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: points uh anyways very interesting scenario she's probably listening to it right now so uh I take this as an apology as an apology for that an
0: apology you hit that shit <laughs> uh
1: but yeah funny movie movie hours everywhere guys there's movie hour stories everywhere it's very interesting but uh <laughs> Yeah, we should uh, we should discuss more movie hour stuff as we discuss the the podcast. We should also discuss movie reviews. Uh, James, I believe you're first up on deck for uh, for tonight.
3: Yeah, I actually have one for once, which is kind of nice, I guess. Is this
1: Uh, I had one? Has it been like a long hiatus, or did you have one last week too?
3: Uh, it's been a couple weeks, a few weeks, but it's only been like two in the last couple months, so the frequency is very low at the moment. Um, I saw solitary man 2009 film uh starring michael douglas who plays a successful car dealer and uh the movie kind of opens with him in a doctor's office and it says about six and a half years ago is like the little you know subtitle on it and in the doctor's office you know he's kind of doing his spiel with the doctor you know he's He's all business, like, oh, bring your car next time, you know, extend your lease, blah, blah, blah. You know, doing a whole pitch thing while the doctor's trying to do his job. Finally, the doctor finally gets a word in edgewise, and he basically says, there's a regularity with your heartbeat, you want to check it out, you know, blah, blah. So then it goes into the credits, and then the movie starts, and you're assuming that, you know, that six and a half years is gone now, and you're picking up. Um, and you start to get to know the guy, and he's divorced, Um He's in the m- middle of trying to launch a new dealership location. Um, he's chasing young tail around all over. He's a player and yeah. business. Man, so
4: yeah. yeah. He's kind of an
3: interesting guy. Calm down. Um, <laughs> he he, even though he is chasing tail all the time, he does have a girlfriend. Um, and him, or he and the girlfriend the take. Uh, it's Mary Louise Parker. So, I guess sometimes that's your Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, he and the girlfriend were supposed to take her daughter to a college interview with that uh, Douglas, you know, it's his alma mater, he kind of has ends there and he was supposed to, you know, kind of smooth over things for her. Well, the mom gets sick and pretty much pleads with him to take the daughter by himself. So they go and they end up hooking up on this trip, him and the daughter. And it comes out later and basically his life starts turning to shit. Um she's her dad, the the mother the mother's dad is kind of powerful. So he pretty much puts starts putting a block on all of his business dealings. Um Their family, like, he starts going to his family for money, and he's late to stuff all the time, so they start to exile him. Um, While he was on campus, he kind of befriended this kid and was kind of a little bit of a mentor for him for the weekend he was there, and he even lets that situation go to hell. And you just kind of feel like, you know, he's just kind of by himself, hence the title, but, I mean, he's got this lifestyle that is causing all this. And you end up finding out that he started all this shit right after the appointment. And he basically, I mean, he was kind of an interesting guy. I mean, he's, he, you find out he had a good life and basically he ruined it because he was faced with the mortality of having this irregular heartbeat. And he never goes into like, find out what the problems were. They were supposed to do tests and he basically just went off the deep end and started to be... So you never find out ratting. his condition. It's just a quick thing saying, right. hey, you have it on regular heart." They never mention what is wrong. Interesting. Okay. Um, so, and at first, you know, I'm finding, you know, he's kind of interesting. You know, he's kind of being uh, you, know, you know, just his lifestyle is kind of interesting and the fact that you know, he's, I don't know, it, it just seemed kind of cool at first. And then once I found out that this was kind of a a choice of his that's just like okay i just want to be like this i pretty much lost respect for the entire character and just considered him a douchebag at that point before he was entertaining and he's oh you know that's just the way he is and blah 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 but now it's just like okay he made a conscious choice to just act out and be an asshole it's i don't know it kind was of was that rub- the point okay. like what was that
2: it was that a point that they were trying to make you think that like
3: yeah basically they wanted just,
2: said... you to feel that way or the, that that they being the, to uh, the, the writer and director?
3: Um, yes, it's very possible. I mean, because at the end, and the ending is kind of interesting, um, like they show him go through a whole bunch of more shit. Um, <laughs> and basically, he gets a little bit of redemption at the end with one of his old college buddies played by DeVito. Um, like when he's <laughs> like on his last leg, he's basically working at DeVito's diner with him on campus and like, He's used to being like on TV doing commercials for his car dealership, so he's fallen quite far away. But anyway, um, the interesting ending is he got beaten up by somebody due to one of his relationship mishaps, and he ends up in the hospital, and he was out for a while, and they find out about the heartbeat and run the tests, and he like leaves before the doctors come to t- tell him the results, and they call his ex-wife, and the ex-wife shows up. And basically, like, gives him a chance, like, okay, you know, you seem to you know, be coming to grips with your life of shit. You know, if you want, I will give you a ride back to, you know, back home to reality, you know, blah, blah. And, you know, why don't you take a minute and decide. So he's on this park bench on campus, and she goes and waits for him in the car. And in the meantime, this hot chick walks by in the other direction. And he, like, yes. falls, follow, he follows, you know, that sight line for a minute. And then it just kind of goes <sighs> back <laughs> stands up and then the end of the movie like you don't know which way he chose i'm sorry yeah i was gonna uh, say i didn't
1: i didn't hear that because jeff was making his uh his approaching sexual sound that, that, that wasn't me that, that wasn't me that was so, so you you don't get to know if you followed the chick or went back to the wife. Right, you don't
0: know what choice he made
1: ignorance uh, is bliss man he went for the chick yeah. he doesn't
0: want to know not yeah i don't i don't like those kind of endings like i i think it, it would... it seems... It,
2: seemed, it seems way too easy to make that ending, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I don't like those kind of endings very much.
3: Mm. Yeah, but, uh, it's, I mean, the movie's filled with quite a good cast. Um, the performances are all pretty solid. Nothing, like, probably DeVito's probably the best performance in the movie. Of course. The movie. <laughs> yeah, okay, next. <laughs> Didn't have to say that, but. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, I mean, Susan Sarandon's in it, Mary Louise Parker, Jenna Fisher's in it, Eisenberg. <laughs> Richard Richard Schiff. Yeah, I was gonna say your boy Richard Schiff. Oh, I like
1: Richard Schiff. I was looking for like a West Wing connection because you've got Mary Louise Parker and him, and I was looking to see if there were more cast members or something. But Uh apparently, you know, actors are actors, and they'll be in movies together sometimes. She's in West Wing. Yeah, yeah, she was was in probably,
0: probably.
2: What do you think? Maybe a grand total of 25 episodes. It's a good guess.
0: I like that ballpark. She's Uh, she's pretty attractive for an older lady.
2: um, (laughs) I'm a a little crazy about it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, overall, kind of an interesting flick. Uh, it kind of lost me at the end when I lost respect for the guy, but uh, kind of interesting. So, still, still worth a watch, I think.
2: I think it's interesting, Jim, that you respect the guy if he's just like that. But the fact that he's it's made not a that I
3: respect it, but as a viewer, I found him entertaining. And then once I found out that he was just like, all right, this is a choice. I'm just doing it to act out type of thing. S- sort of became pathetic to you. like Yeah. It's just sort like, of, what an interesting
2: guy. And you started feeling bad for him instead.
0: Yeah. It's just like you had the good life and you chose to fuck it up. Just I because. get that. Like if you're Han Solo and you're a baller, that's one thing. But if there's a right. dude just trying to act like Han Solo. It's right. Totally it's shit. just like, <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's, that's <laughs> the way. It, that's I get like, you, Jim. I feel you. Yeah.
1: Just as long as there's some kind of comparison or relationship to Star Wars, I can understand it. But if you can't put it <laughs> within my sphere of knowledge, I just I don't have a chance. Not a chance at all. Oh, <laughs> thanks, thanks for spelling that as out.
0: As long as I can relate quantum physics to Star Wars, you'll get it. No problem. Oh man,
1: that's great. That's great. How did you end up catching this movie? Um, I'm always interested saw... in the how, the why. I want the why.
0: Yeah, it was just
3: I don't know. I saw the cast. Um... I like some of the stuff Michael Douglas does,
0: and it was—I had easy access to it. So I'm
1: a, I'm a Douglas fan. I'm a Douglas. I
0: like fan. some of the stuff he does too, like "Bang That Hot Chick."
1: Yeah.
2: Do you <laughs> yeah, remember the game? Uh, yeah, I remember I the, the game. game. I remember
1: you, you oh, this is, is a D. this is a movie hour flashback story. I remember putting in the game on VHS. To go to bed to, and Jeff stayed up and watched the whole thing. Or was it it's like four a.m.? No, that was, was me. One.
2: I remember it quite. That you was like, the first time. Oh, that I'd movie it.
1: was awesome. And
2: it was it's
0: like, a good movie.
2: Blew my mind. V- blew my mind. VHS people.
0: Truthfully, I don't think it's that great until the end, and then it's awesome.
1: Hmm. I think it's well done uh, the whole way through, but I, I see what you mean. Uh, I did catch a movie, but it was completely. I uh, was sort of a collateral damage. It was on. Uh, My roommate was watching it, and I had no intentions of watching it. It was on my Netflix queue, but it's because uh, me and Matt have this situation where he has Blu-rays available and I don't. So if he puts something stupid on his Blu-ray queue, I'm like, dude, I'll put that on my queue. Let me put this movie on your Blu-ray queue. And this movie, you may have heard of it. It's called War Games. Um, (laughs) Two, actually, is the name of the movie. It went straight to uh, Video. War Games Two, War Games Two, yeah, it's get fun. the fuck out of town. <laughs> <laughs> What's great is uh, it actually was released in two thousand eight. What was that released? <laughs> yeah. when was the first one like eighty four? or something? It, uh, it, Whenever, it whenever the legal statute is that you can't
2: <laughs> <in, laughs> to the day, I'm sure. Uh, pretty much,
1: I I will say this before I uh, rag on it too hard. I didn't see the entire movie, so I can't. <laughs> if people want to defend the movie for, cause I didn't see the whole thing, please feel free. But um, wait a, yeah, we're to pick on the,
2: <laughs> listen, I don't know any Nazis. So if anybody who is a Nazi wants to defend yeah. themselves, but I don't like the Nazis. You know
1: what? I have like, obviously the movie's bad. It was made for TV, no production costs whatsoever. Two things I want to mention. Um, Matt Lantner, the main guy, uh, the main kid in this is actually probably better known. He's, you know, He's actually around. He does some of the the parody movies, disaster movie, vampires suck. But is actually known to be Anakin Skywalker's voice in the Clone Wars series, the the animated stuff. And, uh, yeah. So I guess somewhat accomplished. But what I want to make fun of was the plot of it. <laughs> oh, oh, the plot was bad. You're saying oh, that surprises me. Anybody, like I don't know how many people go to see War Games, The Dead Code, but I'm moment, sure it
4: was made aware for TV. Of
1: the original movie. Because the ending in this movie is the exact same as the first one. <laughs> he makes him play tic-tac-toe with himself? He, it's another supercomputer, and the supercomputer reali- like starts taking control of everything and realizes that launching a nuclear attack would be against its own interest because everything gets destroyed. Exact same situation. There, I guess there is one small difference, and the difference is they actually pull out the old supercomputer, Joshua, to initiate the the game with the other computer and then
2: the, oh
0: man Wait, so no that,
2: that's not how war games ended war games didn't end because of that war games ended
1: because of tic-tac-toe <laughs> he ended no they started tic-tac-toe and then he launched then joshua launches the nuclear game right afterwards uh, you have to see it sometime in the last couple of years jeff sorry but that's how it yeah i guess not i thought
2: he froze the computer by making it play itself in tic-tac-toe it plays
1: tic-tac-toe you're actually you're absolutely right and then it launches into playing the nuclear game right afterwards and realizes that it can't win that either. Like it can't win the tic-tac-toe game. So then it starts playing the nuclear game and can't win that. So it's the exact same. It
2: used like an example. They use, okay. Right, All right. Exactly. Uh, you're, you're right. I, I, I guess it's been too long since I've seen more games. Yeah, it's uh, been
1: it's... too long since
0: everyone's seen more games.
1: <laughs> yeah. See it. Because it's great. There's uh the first, the very beginning. I, I think I actually re- reviewed this movie like last year, even though I'd seen it before. And the very beginning, and even though it came out in 1980, yeah. <laughs> The very beginning scene in it was is great because it's got I forget the guy's name that's in uh, West... Matthew Broderick. No, uh, that's in West Wing. Um, that ends up, that plays the vice. Martin part... Sheen. Oh. No. <laughs> uh, anyways, him and Michael Madsen are in the very first two minutes of the movie, and it's like the two guys that are running a missile silo. Rob and... Lowe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Never mind. I was hoping Jim helped me out, but
3: I didn't hear half of what you said, so I don't know who we're talking
1: about. <laughs> I'm happy I'm here for your Are I just heard
3: names being shouted out. Your voice drowned.
1: It's what Jeff does best. It was what Jeff <laughs> Shouting does. is uh
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> Anyways, um don't bother seeing war games too. I don't even know how you'd see it unless you had some <laughs> Why jer- the- can we touch
0: it? <laughs> Matt just decided to uh, get this thing or what? Yeah, yeah. let's let's oh, move on. ray We're past
1: it. No, no, <laughs> we're past it. We're past it. <laughs> James, let's move on to the quiz because I hear another quiz. Even though oh, we, shit. I mention, even though we had a quiz last week, that was a, a special guest, Karen. And again, thank you for being on the show. Uh, she brought a fantastic quiz that I ended up winning. Um, and it's <laughs> uh, it's just a special occurrence, but we're gonna go back to our normal routine of uh James running the quiz every every uh, about third week, maybe we'll see. But anyways, James, it is a uh, quiz time.
3: Yeah, and uh, we're bringing back the before and after style from Wheel of Fortune quiz, where take a fucking ass. I love. This I am quiz. going to describe the plot of one movie with the actors of a second movie, and you have to combine the two names of the movies for a fictional movie title which you know what was my hot dog and dog catcher would become a hot dog catcher would be the answer <laughs> so that's the go-to example yes uh, yeah. <laughs> so all right so i will start reading these statements we got seven each god first movie Oh, uh, what to start with though that's th-
1: that's always the big problem. I imagine have. none of us winning. Like it's it's a it's a GOP, Mitt Romney, Kane. <laughs> <a character, laughs> yeah, is- I'm
2: I'm
3: gonna win with twenty three percent. All right. Um, Ed Harris is a retired thief. His younger brother, Casey Affleck, gets into trouble. Ed comes out of retirement to pay his brother's debt. He has to pull off one last job while avoiding cop Morgan Freeman. Ed gets a gang together, including Michelle Monahan. They complete the job, but too late complete the job but too late mm-hmm. Ed ends up having to kill the villain and drives off with Michelle and a new car um it's uh
1: Gone Baby Gone in 60 Seconds correct Jesus, that was nice like, job. like I knew it was gone uh, in 60 seconds and then I'm like what is another movie with gone because <laughs> I haven't seen that movie Ed Harris is not it huh
4: Yep. I don't oh,
1: I do
3: remember Ed Harris being in it. God damn it! So much. All right, all right. Two rival gangs try to control the streets. There is a dance at the community center. <laughs> Kevin Klein and Selma Hayek meet and fall in love, but they're on opposite sides, and Selma's brother Will Smith forbids it. Wild Wild West Side story. Correct. <laughs> Fuck. That was better than it. the first one. Wow, Wild, Wild West Side story. Is
1: what would a true? movie like that? A movie mashed Wild together Wild like Wild that, West we West. wish. That'd be fantastic.
3: Okay.
0: These uh, are this one? is
1: this is by the way, this is how Hollywood brainstorms sometimes, just to let you guys know. <laughs> like, they do these exercises. It's like Will
2: Smith warm up for the day. Right. Snapping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. I feel like
3: this is the best shit they would have come up with. <laughs> <laughs> John Cusack loses his pilot's license in L.A. He gets hired to work in Laos. He meets fellow pilot Nick Cage, who smuggles on the side. Senator John Melkovich arrives to investigate their company.
1: Con Air up there?
3: (laughs) No. Con Air Bud. (laughs) No. But that was one of the possibilities I was weighing. (laughs) Turns out the company smuggles drugs. Cusack destroys a heroin factory and is on the run. Oh. Shit. Cage abandons his last big smuggling deal to save his friend. Oh. Shit!
1: I know, I know, I know who's that. Um, we're talking about the the other movies has Mel Gibson in it,
3: right? Uh, yeah, that's correct, actually. Shit. All right, to review real quick: John Cusack loses his pilot's license in L.A. He gets hired to work in Laos. He meets fellow pilot Nick Cage, who smuggles on the side. Senator John Malkovich arrives to investigate their company. <clears throat> Turns out, the company smuggles drugs. Cusack destroys a heroin factory and is on the run, and Nick Cage abandons his last big smuggling deal to save his friend. I, Nothing? I, I,
1: don't, I don't remember the name of it. I'm guessing it's Con Air something. It's Air something,
3: but I don't it's, remember it. The answer is Con Air America. Air America. I've never heard of that shit. It's actually not that bad of a movie. Yeah, it's not bad, actually. Who's his, uh, Which who's one, the... Con Air?
1: <laughs> well Conair is fantastic we all know that but air America who's the the new guy that comes in, in air America Mel Gibson's Ro- downey jr yeah Robert Downey jr.
2: so something that just blew me away uh, thinking about this uh, the Conair cast um pretty much makes up spike Jones's uh two movies. Being John Malkovich and adaptation—that's that, that, just very strange. To me. <laughs> and they met
1: together to form. Let's see, a similar movie?
2: Yes, on air.
3: <laughs> that's where it all started. All right, next movie. Dermot, or sorry, Dermot Mulroney, saves Gabriel Byrne from a gangster. He then confronts Anne Bancroft about his past before she dies. Dermot returns to his friends who are planning an assault. Dermot, Gabriel, and Bridget Fonda are tasked with destroying a base in the forest. A fight breaks out while Dermot takes off to look for his dad. Meanwhile, Harvey Keitel is flying Gabriel's ship to destroy the main base. <laughs> I'm fucking lost. This is awesome. I'm so lost. <laughs> Good triumphs over evil, and there's a party with the local tribe. All right. To review <laughs> Dermot Mulrooney saves Gabriel Byrne from a gangster. He then confronts Anne Bancroft about his past before she dies. It's got one of the movies. Yeah, yeah. I think everything <laughs> yeah. does. Mm. Dermot returns to his friends who are planning an assault. Dermot, Gabriel, and Bridget Fonda are tasked with destroying a base in the forest. A fight breaks out while Dermot Mulrooney takes off to look for his dad. Meanwhile, Harvey Keitel is flying Gabriel's ship to destroy the main base. Good wins over evil, and there's a party with the local tribe.
1: I'm just I no idea. Point of no return of the Jedi. Correct. Why wow, like <laughs> my God, what's the movie with return? What's a movie with
3: return? I didn't even know that was a movie. <laughs> that's that's the... I, All right. I felt really bad. It's basically I... oh. the American version of La Femme Nikita. Mm. Okay. Uh, next one. Eddie Murphy is a slacker in New York City. Steve Zahn proposes to Angelica Houston before going off to China. It turns out Steve Zahn has an illegitimate kid with another woman. The kid's mom dies, so Murphy watches the kid while Steve Zahn is gone. Murphy has trouble, but it works out until social services comes looking. Murphy pretends he's Steve Zahn, but the uh, social services files charges anyway. Everything is sorted out in a trial, and Murphy, Murphy later marries Regina King.
1: Big Daddy Daycare?
3: Correct. Fucking
1: hell! take it!
2: Drag is kicking ass and taking names. All right, Stewart's big daddy.
3: He is. He's the guy. He was, re- he was replaced by Steve Zahn in my operations. All right. Dare you? Laura Linney and Rory Culkin get divorced.
1: Congo. Congo. <laughs> <laughs>
3: do you think Laura Linney? Congo. <laughs> are you going to the mall today <laughs> All right. Mark Ruffalo runs away from home. Hmm. He starts to forge checks. Agent Matthew Broderick gets on his trail. Ruffalo wants to stop running and marry Amy Ryan. (laughs) You picked Amy on purpose, didn't you? No, it was just the only female cast member left in the other movie. Ruffalo flees to France and is arrested by Broderick. Ruffalo and Broderick end up working together. To review, Laura Linney and Rory Culkin get divorced. Mark Ruffalo runs away from home. He starts forging checks. Agent Matthew Broderick gets on his trial or gets on his trail. Um, Ruffalo wants to stop running and marry Amy Ryan. Ruffalo <laughs> flees to France and is arrested by Broderick, and Ruffalo and Broderick end and up. We are
1: sucking heaven. this episode. We are sucking. um What's great is I know one of the movies. Yeah, and I can't, I know one of them. Yeah. Even, well, no, I can't even think of the name of the movie. I know exactly what it is. I can't think. It's of actually a, a two-word well. overlap. Interesting. Uh, That's a huge hint. If I could just remember the name. Um,
0: Catch me if you can is one of oh, them. Oh yeah,
1: Catch me if you can.
0: Thanks, Josh. Give Greg the trophy.
1: Catch me if you
0: can it's, it's off limits now, I ruined it.
1: I can't I can't think of it anyway, so it's gotta be something catch me. You can, catch it's...
0: me if you can count on me.
1: Correct. Oh, catch yeah.
0: me if
1: you can count on me. Damn it. That I apparently you need to see that movie because Laura Linney, Mark Ruffalo, like it's... it's... It wasn't bad. <laughs> <Laura laughs> it's not a long time ago.
2: Absolutely
0: blemishless records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that like what is Mark Ruffalo <laughs> isn't exactly uh... <laughs> The rising shine of Hollywood. No, no, no. I know. I, yeah, I it's just making cong jokes. it's Congo joke. Yeah. It. Yeah. All
3: right. Next one. Come on. Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise's business is struggling. So he enters competitions on the side. His estranged wife, Kelly McGillis, is very ill and asks Tom to pick up their son. He picks up his son, Anthony Edwards, and they travel home. Kelly dies, and her father, Tom Scarrett, wants the son to stay with him. Tom goes to Vegas for the championship competition and bets everything over out the Stone. top gun. Damn it. Wow.
2: Wowzers. Damn That's it.
3: That's yeah, a matchup right there. Wow. <laughs> what a, a movie great movie. combination of movies that yeah.
1: would have been. Just testosterone <laughs> flying.
3: Yeah. All right. Next one was- Rachel McAdams works at her family's restaurant. She's getting older and wants a change. She goes to work at Aunt Jane Seymour's travel agency. Rachel starts dating Owen Wilson. Her dad, Christopher Walken, pitches a fit because he's of a different heritage. Wait, is this my big fat Greek wedding? I'm
1: going to just finish it for him. What is, <laughs> I don't know. Big fat Greek wedding crashers? What is?
0: It, 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 is. it is. I said it after. It took me a second to come up with a crash. Yeah, I, I have no idea how to score that one. That's a Josh. That's okay. a
3: just, yeah, I give it to Josh.
0: I'm oh, thanks thanks for I'm your pity, up. assholes.
3: He earned it. I'm not giving, right. I'm not giving away. After years away at war, George Clooney returns home. He drew first blood. (laughs) However, his house is gone and the government is corrupt. George turns to a life of crime and joins up with others who do the same. During his adventures, he meets Uma Thurman, who he vows to protect. An army is hired to hunt Clooney and his friends. Several are captured, as is Uma Thurman. Clooney saves them, kills Arnold Schwarzenegger, (laughs) and is later married to Uma. What the hell? Batman and Robin Hood. (laughs) That is correct.
4: Yeah. Yay.
1: Where are the cheers, people? (laughs) (laughs) Batman and Robin, come on.
3: All right. Next It's
1: no Batman forever, but it's something.
0: Yeah, it is something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Richard
1: Dreyfus is a cop. What about Bob something?
3: What about Bob Roberts? What about uh, <laughs> against orders, he goes out west to investigate his friend's death. He snoops around and gets in trouble with his boss. Bet Midler and Nick Nolte are ordered to tail Dreyfus. Dreyfus gets in more trouble but convinces Midler and Nolte to help him. They discover a drug smuggling ring.
1: Beverly Hills cop and a half. No. No.
3: (laughs) They crack the case. (laughs) Dreyfus (laughs) goes back to Detroit. All right. To review... Richard Dreyfuss is a cop. Against orders, he goes out west to investigate his friend's death. He snoops around and gets in trouble with his boss. Bette Midler and Nick Nolte are ordered to tail Dreyfuss. Tryfus gets in more trouble but convinces Midler and Nolte to help him. They discover a drug smuggling ring and they crack Beverly the case. Beverly
2: Hills cop counters of the third kind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> True Beverly Hills cop.
3: <laughs> no. Damn it.
1: Come on. That would have been awesome. That would have been, but I think Beverly Hills, would have had to, well, uh, I I don't think actually
3: actors meet up. Aw. What what's the fucking Dreyfus movie? It is Down and Out in Beverly Hills Cop.
1: Wow, yeah, not a chance. Down and Out in Beverly Hills is the name of the movie.
3: Correct. Yep. <laughs> Gotta love those eighties movies. I
1: was gonna say fifties,
3: sixties. <laughs> All right. Next movie. Ben Stiller and Carla Gugino. Or did we decide it was Juke? No, I think it's Gugino. Oh, okay. Our boring, married oh, couple. She's hot. To spice, <laughs> to spice things up, they impersonate a no show couple at a trendy restaurant. Dick Van Dyke and Mickey Rooney accost them at the restaurant and ask for a flash drive.
2: Date night at the museum.
3: Correct. Oh, oh snap. Ugh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got two more. Uh, Pierce Brosnan tries to warn <laughs> Desmond Llewellyn. So
1: funny! Of a Pierce natural disaster. Brosnan each other, I didn't see. You guys making faces.
3: Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> All right, starting again. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan tries to warn Desmond Llewellyn of a natural disaster to no avail. Yes.
1: Joe versus the volcano. <laughs>
3: no. Oh. But I do like the overlap. Yeah, the the one word overlap. <laughs> Disaster hits while Pierce's kid, Michelle Yeoh, is in New York City. Michelle and her friends take shelter in a library. President Jonathan Price orders the evacuation of the U.S.
1: The day after that tomorrow never dies? Correct. Shit! Oh,
3: that was good.
1: What's uh, what scoreboard, James? How many have left?
3: Uh, I've got one left. Yeah, Greg, you, you took this one away. Yeah, Greg's got one, two, three, four, five, six. (laughs) All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Last one. All right, last one. Jim Carrey is a pilot in the 1930s. (laughs) Sounds great. Print it. His girlfriend, Nicole Kidman, gets into an accident and slips into a coma.
2: Jim Carrey and
3: Nicole Kidman were in a movie together.
0: Yeah. Get the fuck out of here! Basketball.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Carrey goes to his scientist friend Val Kilmer. Mm. Oh yeah! <laughs> 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 Kilmer helps cryogenically freeze Jim Carrey. <laughs> Not Nicole
1: Kidman. Batman Forever Young. Yes. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> is it Forever Young?
3: It
2: is. I've never even heard of that movie. <laughs> I knew it was right. <laughs> Batman and Batman. And hey, Greg, Greg, you may have won the battle, but I won the Batman forever. So
1: I hope you're not taking. It hurts. It, it hurts. It hurts. It burns. I knew it was Batman Forever. I just didn't know the the. Second.
2: Yeah, but you didn't get the answer, did you?
1: Uh, no, <laughs> it didn't.
0: That's,
2: That's it. That's all I got. That's... It was brilliant, Jim. <laughs> so I won that one. Yeah, I think so. Oh, <laughs> By virtue of you not answering very many,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's SAT style. Yeah, no, it was a fantastic quiz, James. Thank you again for doing it. It's always, uh, it's always fun, you know, going head to head with the top Hollywood uh, brains. And yeah, clearly. And I know uh, that Jeff's the numbers guy, but he can put up a fight. And I. Uh, Josh, I thought I heard you say something a couple times. I, uh... <laughs> no, it's just sometimes Josh's voice sounds like mine.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's Never right. mind. I just avoided a bad joke on the air. You, sh- you can thank <laughs> me <laughs> well. I was thinking. Yeah.
1: Well, I was thinking about maybe next time uh, you and Josh can pair together. Since you guys, you know, didn't get close to me. What do you wow. think? Wow! Wow! <laughs> 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 You want to get tag teams? Is get con- every, time you win, like, every time you
2: win like two quizzes in a row, you get confident. and I come back and just reclaim throwing them in like
0: six in a row. Oh, I got it. Uh, Lindsay Lohan's going to jail.
1: Uh, I did. <laughs> I did. Actually, what was great was I read it as a headline and there's an exclamation point in the headline. I was like, whoa, that's the three. most
0: amazing
3: news or crazy news I've heard since Amy Winehouse dying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i get the, joke. I get the I, jim i get the joke
3: yeah
2: in other news the sun
1: will come up tomorrow and
2: water is wet oh fantastic
1: oh right all right i i got some news for you guys guess what it is guess what it is here's your chance you're pregnant it's parker posey play a long time it's parker posey play a long time congratulations jeff well jeff knew because jeff's question was last week and he was waiting waiting for his chance to discuss it and i uh it was a good question i didn't have a very good answer i'll admit it on the show wasn't the best and it was uh it was for the the halloween episode the question was what cast of characters would you like to see come together to make a christmas movie which is you know christmas is coming up apparently after halloween christmas starts i don't know if you've already seen the christmas ads and or um, one of the
3: radio stations switched the christmas music on october 30th they didn't even wait for halloween to get done (laughs) dude
1: i don't i just don't know a bunch, bunch
3: of
1: dicks yeah it's uh it's gonna <laughs> literally be
2: a- the third of the year has to be christmas <laughs>
1: yeah. if we're not going into the black on november 5th i'm gonna be upset yeah it's uh right anyways it was a christmas question and uh and it's a very th- interesting thing to think about jeff did you uh, have what i'm guessing yours was the favorite answer but if you have any uh, second thoughts Nope, sticking with mine. <laughs> no, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, number one. Number one. Uh, I will bring up uh, Joshua, a f- uh, frequent guest host of the show, brought up Goonies, which is a great answer for any question, really. And uh, is also. <laughs> I- Who's your favorite? Movie character. The Goonies. <laughs> Goonies. Goonies.
2: <laughs> As a collective. <laughs> right. Uh,
1: but yeah, the question uh, always will be at the theboardsatgunkabit.com and also uh, at the Movie our page on Facebook. And uh, this brings us to James' question of the week. And uh, yeah, James, I guess uh, the floor is yours.
3: All right. Um, mine is pretty simple. It's going to be, what is your favorite instrumental piece from a movie soundtrack? It's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, once <laughs> I say it. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> what it's going to be is favorite musical or instrumental instrumental music from a movie soundtrack. So, <clears throat> most of you would think I would go with the Raiders Lost Ark here. Which was true at one time. But, over the years, I think I've warmed up better to the another John Williams classic. Oh. Superman's Anthem. Hmm. I like the way it does the slow build and it, for whatever reason That's it pumps sweet. me up. So,
1: what, before soccer games and what yeah. have you, it's Superman anthem. That's it. I don't, it excites I don't me a people little. Don't bit. play that at like pat like uh,
3: venues and arenas. That'd be awesome.
1: Superman time.
3: Yeah, like I hear that song and then like I immediately think of the Eddie Murphy skit where he's talking about how when Italians come out of watching Rocky and they get all they think they're all badass and stuff. That's how I feel like I'm being perceived when after watching that movie or hearing that music, I mean. I am I
1: am gonna fly in reverse time by spinning the earth in the opposite <laughs> right. direction. Get
2: the hell out of my way. That's right. I like the idea that like you're around a bunch of kryptonite and you start like humming that song to yourself and you start feeling like really weak. That's
1: <laughs> that's the
2: downside.
3: Yes. Interesting. Hmm. That's Still. tough. Instrumental pieces from the movie.
2: Uh, I. I mean, I got mine. It's not. It's not innovative or interesting at all. But it's. Uh, it's the Imperial March. Right. Um, nice. Yeah. Very good. Very uh, good. For uh, all the obvious reasons, it, it, the song just embodies evil power uh, and and domination, and it goes so perfectly with not just the, the scenes in the movie that it goes with, and the in the idea of the empire as this crushing force, like this crushing evil force, but just all crushing evil forces. It's it's such a badass song. It is.
0: Uh, I think I'm gonna go with. um What's that movie that they made about? And it's kind of like it's almost kind of cheating, but it's kind of badass at the same time. What's uh What's the name of the movie they made about Mozart? I can't remember. Oh, it Amadeus. Amadeus? I'm, yeah, Amadeus. And That's uh, his first name. <laughs> yeah, it is his first name. And uh, his Requiem is like one of the best known classical music pieces of all time. And uh, the cool part for for me was like. He was writing it and it ended up like he died just before he finished it, so he pretty much wrote it for his own death and they use it in that movie. Yeah. Uh, that's... It's, it's pretty badass. And it's a pretty badass piece of music too. I like it.
1: I'm gonna go outside the box <clears throat> for the purpose of going outside the box. Although it's really good fucking music. I did like it.
3: Um and I remember actually you see killer
1: clowns, I swear to god I quit the podcast. <laughs>
3: I'm waiting for the really soft music from Gremlins.
1: God, I the, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about, but no. Oh, uh, man. We
3: found him in the chimney.
1: Gremlins was uh, the Easter egg last week. It was the Easter egg.
3: Just, uh, just oh, you just ruined it? Yeah. listen to it yet.
1: You haven't listened to it yet? No. Well, then it's your own fault. It's your own fault, people.
3: Some of yeah, us are busy cool. making quizzes and stuff. Right. <laughs>
1: right. Anyways, um, <laughs> I was going to just... go with the... i I don't know if you'd call it like the title theme or title music from uh pan's labyrinth i remember seeing that movie and the music and soundtrack in general are amazing but that song i would like i would end up humming to myself for the the months following and it was one of it's one of those things where you don't remember it and then it gets stuck in your head and then you can't forget it for a week and it's not as prominent as the imperial march or anything but it's awesome and it just adds to uh a little bit of the, the fairy tale, fan, dark fantasy feature, uh, featured in the movie. I liked it very much. I need to see if that I movie could, again. If I
2: could add a B answer, just because I don't know that any of our listeners would, cause, uh, except for maybe Jim P. Um, the Clockwork Orange, Beethoven's Ninth, is eh, yeah. mind-blowing. I love it.
1: I'm trying, Who ended up ma- like doing that, anyways? Do you know, I have no that?
2: idea who who actually yeah. recorded was, it. Yeah, I was trying
1: to. Was trying to if you're not things familiar, things it's, familiar
2: with, it's like this sort of like. I think um, it was Hall and Oates. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think uh, I think it was the Artis. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> so yeah, very good. But yeah, it's, it's sort of like a weird version
1: of Beethoven's Ninth. It September. was. Uh, we actually it was played, played it during the, the Music in May series in the intro. Of course we did. Yeah. Why yeah, wouldn't it was, we? It was fantastic. It was.
2: I'm
0: giving funny. a B answer too, just so no one else can use this one because it's the obvious one. Throwing yeah. out answers for sure. Uh, the Sprach Zarathustra from uh, 2001 Space yeah. Odyssey is nice. pretty badass.
1: That is. No, I'm trying to. No, I'm trying to think of a B answer. I'm sorry. Oh, there are no B answers. Well, isn't I it, it? What's the other one? The um, what's what's like the big
2: opener in 2001? It's not the the Sprach. Yeah, that's uh, it. That's, that's it. it? The
1: uh, boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. That's. I didn't know that was. Uh... Okay. Cool. <laughs> we learn something new every day. It's it's that's what we do in the podcast. We
3: educate. What else?
0: There's do they play the blue de- dub in that. Don't yeah, you, don't that, hey? that, like yeah. That, they favorites. definitely play.
2: That's when they first go into space.
0: The, right. They, yeah.
3: yeah. Isn't that yeah. during like the walking sequence and stuff? Yeah.
1: He has done. He has done with your. Uh, your Not device. yet. <laughs> also, For everything as much else as, John Williams has ever done. Any, <laughs> anything else John Williams has ever ever done? Yeah. So. Again, the question will be on the boards at Gungapit.com and also on the Movie Hour page on Facebook. James, one more
3: time. What is your favorite instrumental piece from a movie soundtrack?
1: All right. And uh, Pan's Labyrinth being the number one answer. What can you come up with? Uh, the question will be out there. And, uh, yeah, I guess that comes uh, brings us to the end of our show, gentlemen. James and Jeff, as usual, thank you for the input.
3: Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope
1: you enjoyed it. Thank Jeff. you for being so awesome, Greg. I know, I know. You're welcome. Everybody, everybody's welcome. Uh, Josh, thank you again for joining us out on the West Coast.
0: Yeah, your your privilege. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: thank so much. Oh, uh, I should mention, I totally forgot. Daylight savings times this weekend, everybody. Prepare oh, yourself. The holiday. good one.
0: The good one.
1: <laughs> oh, it's the good one. Yeah, it's
0: That's the good something. one
1: coming your way, everyone. It's coming your way. The Bela Lugosi's plan. I feel like the good yeah. one comes comes one time for every
2: two times the bad. Just, guys, guys, I'm like, trying to wrap the show. I'm trying to wrap I don't give a shit. This <laughs> talking about a daily TV. I,
1: I want to keep talking. Good evening, everyone. I don't like Don't like that. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> Good evening everyone, my name is Greg Maloney and I don't like that either. <laughs> Can't change it
2: now. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>